The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Get off me! Is so damn funny over there. Oh, nothing's funny. I was just looking at pictures of my children and puts a smile on my face. Uh, Welcome to the five count. Well, hopefully this show puts a smile on somebody's face. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. It's the five count. Here it is. Hey, here we are. Hey, how you doing? Really good. I, I feel like I'm losing my voice. Are you really? Is that a good thing to have happen seven seconds into the program? No, it's really not, because your voice is the solid gold of this program. (laughs) Your tenured, very well-weathered-in voice is what keeps us going week after week. Very well-weathered voice. Yes. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. Man, it's really something if you think about it and listen to it. I don't want to think about it, ton. It's freaking me off. Really? I didn't realize that I had so much pressure. Press <laughs> a lot of pressure on them giant shoulders of yours. I can't handle it all. I wish my voice was that good and would carry it the way yours does, but it's just not. What does it carry? My exactly. voice? Nothing. Yours carries the weight of this program and the entire station, quite possibly. How and much do you suppose that weighs? A lot. Tons, multiple tons. I can only handle one ton. Well, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Did I mention this is the five count? You did, but um, feel free. I'm busy hulaing down. It's a beautiful program. We've got something very special programmed, ready, ready to rock and roll for you tonight. It's called Dustin Wilmes. Son, I got some bad news. What do you mean? I mean, I got some horrible news. Like what? Like, How? I had a show yeah. that was ready to go. Yeah. And then something terrible happened. Oh, boy. And I had to call an audible at the last minute. Why does terrible stuff have to happen all the time? I don't know, but it seems like it's been happening an awful lot as of late. Like week after week. And this week is no exception. And I'm not even talking about the horrible news that I might be losing my voice from all the serenading I'm doing about town. Yeah. Uh, The bad news, Ton, is that Five Count alumnus 
Dan McCafferty, singer for Nazareth, has died. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. Dan McCafferty. Wow. Remember we had him on the show? Yeah. Singer for Nazareth. Yes. So I thought, we're going to have to do something. Yeah, I mean... Can't just say, hey, I already got a show planned. Sorry. Maybe in a month or so. Like, you got to get on that. Pay tribute. Yeah. So you had to ditch the whole show. Just about. So Wow. Wow. Ton, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a tribute tonight to Dan McCafferty of Nazareth. Yeah. I think we've actually done this already in the past, but we're going to do it again. Nazareth has probably 37 albums. Yes. But we have one. (laughs) You you probably know which one it is. (laughs) And you probably know that we're going to play it in its entirety. Yeah. For, I think, the second time, possibly the third time in this program's history. I don't remember for sure. But we will be playing Hair of the Dog tonight. It's worth it. It's worth it. When's the last time you listened to this album? The entire thing? Was it when we played it yes. the last time? Yeah. The entire thing all the way through? Yeah. Um, I had this on 8-track <laughs> when I was a kid. Nice. I'm talking like uh, Whiskey Drinking Woman. Yeah. And the first half of Please Don't Judas Me yes. was on track 3. Uh-huh. And then halfway through that song, it would go kaprunk. And switch over, fade back in to the rest of Please Don't Judas Me on side four. Wow. Those are four different tracks on an eight track. I don't know the math, but that's how it worked. What a rip. Uh, This album rips, as the kids say. Yeah. They might even say it slaps. They might say that? It's amazing. It's really good. It's really good. Hair of the dog. So it's worth a second play on this program. We'll play the whole thing. What the hell? Dan McCafferty. Glad we had him on the show when we did. Yeah, me too. It was a good interview. So that's coming up tonight. If you'd like to listen to that interview, just check us out on YouTube, The Five Count, all spelled out, or go ahead to thefivecount.com, and uh, we've got an interview section of the website. You can find it right on there. There'll be a link provided. If you're listening to this in November of 2022, there's a good chance that link does not work at this time. If you're listening to this some other time in the future, give it a shot. Just head to the YouTube channel. I'm doing my best. It's right on there. The website's a GD joke and I'm trying to fix it, but it's taken forever. Well, you're doing I'm just a, one man. You're doing a fine job, Dust. I don't even have a IT career or an engineering <laughs> degree or any sort of computer tech background. Yeah. And you're doing it. I got nothing. It's very impressive. This is all I'm qualified to do: is talk out loud and complain. <laughs> well, you do that well, also. I did have a chance to be an educated man. <laughs> I saw a commercial once and. All these opportunities I had in, like, high school, TV, VCR repair, computer programming, electrician, animal care specialist, legal assistant. Yeah. Or I could have gotten my degree and majored in business management or accounting. Yeah. But instead, I chose the not-so-lucrative path of volunteer public radio. (laughs) Why didn't you just call the number? 
Why didn't you call the number on the TV? Well, that's obvious looking back. Yeah. In hindsight, that would have been the right thing to do. Huh. I said, you know what? I'm just going to volunteer my time to the community. Be a good guy. I'll be a hero. And someday I'll have my own show with a chiseled man named Ton. Who yawns mightily every time I say anything. It sounds like a noble cause. I mean. Doesn't help pay the bills. Yeah, it definitely does not. Or fix your dumb website. No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, what do you do? Ton, we've got some uh, mailbag questions. Got some hula music. All right. I'm here for it. I mean, I enjoy it so far. It's pretty good. How do you feel about hula? You seem like a guy that could pull that off. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, I'm good you with do, it. Or yeah, you. I you, would. You can. You have. Oh, I. You well, will. I can. I can rock a hula hoop if that's what you mean. It's not what I meant. I was thinking more of like the Hawaiian version. Yeah. Like you want me to wear the skirt. I think you have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying I could do it. Like, if you have skills with the hula hoop, then all the hip action is in play, I think. I mean, I'm not afraid. That's what you're asking. Can you do skip it? Ooh, it's been a long time since I tried that. I bet I could. Skip it! I bet I could do a skip it. Come on. You know what the very best thing of all is with skip it? I have no idea. There's a counter on the ball. Yeah. There was a counter on the ball. I thought you knew that. Wow. Did you have a skip it? I did, but you know what? Even as a child, my ankle was too fat to fit in the little plastic hoop. Yeah. Wow. So I just had to admire the skinny kids from afar. I didn't have a skip it. And it was like, took forever for me to encounter a person who actually had a skip it. And I was like, whoa, skip it. And then I tried it for a little while and I was like, this sucks. (laughs) 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 Take your damn skip it. So you... You're saying you would have skipped it? Yeah, I would have skipped the skip it. I had a pogo ball. You remember those? Yeah. I had one that had a face on it. It was the early 90s, so the face was the guy with sunglasses and a mohawk. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, that wasn't nearly as fun as it looked like on the commercial either. No, and the ones that I had, like the skater die punk with the mohawk face instead of just the round ball, chewed up your ankles. It wasn't even functional. But it was the early 90s, so you had to have bad ankles and bad veins from all those slap bracelets. Yeah. It's the price you paid. Yeah. Drank a lot of tab. (laughs) Slapped my veins until they collapsed. (laughs) Oh, wow. What a time, you know? What a time to be alive. Mixed some pop rocks with various household items. You know, like just whatever is lying around. You mixed Pop Rocks with other things. Coca-Cola was the big one. Yeah. I always chose soy sauce. Really? Soy sauce and Pop Rocks. Just popped different. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. As the kids would say nowadays. Yeah, I don't know what they said back then. Because they weren't hanging out with me. No. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, you know, those are really key memories I feel like you're sharing with us. I'm an open book. Core memories. Wow. 
I didn't do that. I did try putting Pop Rocks with Fun Dip into water to make a weird fizzing Kool-Aid type deal. Fun Dip? Yeah. I thought you said onion dip. No, Fun Dip. You remember Fun Dip? I used to put the Pop Rocks in onion dip. Gross. Yeah, I don't recommend it. So you'd get like a weird crunchy sweet popping thing as you'd still eat it with chips? Or what did you do? Like spoon it? Uh, I, I used Oboises because they were all boisterous. Wow. You remember those? Yeah. I haven't thought about those in a very long time. They haven't made those in a very long time. Wow. But I bought an old bag off of eBay and ate them the other day. Did you really? I don't recommend that either. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a good plan. I'm sorry. What were you saying? You were throwing a bunch of uh, hazardous materials into a Kool-Aid soup of some kind? Yeah, I mean, I thought it would be similar to having Kool-Aid, but then it, it just didn't work out. Like, even an entire humong... You remember the fun... Remember the fun dip that was like... Do I? It's like almost two feet long of different flavors of dip and then the giant candy stick thing. I ended up putting, like, all of that fun dip into one cup and thinking it's going to be like a Kool-Aid, but, you know, on steroids, and it just wasn't... It wasn't as good as Kool-Aid at all. But we still drank it because it was all of our fun dip. Me and my cousin did this. And then we tried putting Pop Rocks in it. It was just a bad idea all around. It was kind of like eating laundry detergent. (laughs) It kind of was. Fizzy laundry detergent. Except it, like, as you poured it in... All, it just got darker and darker until you were drinking this, like, gross, not as sugary as you think somehow, like, weirdly tasting dark purple liquid and eating a white candy stick <laughs> by itself. It was messed up. Can I tell you a story? When I was a kid, and I won't say the person's name, I'll... I'll I'll protect them, change their name to protect the stupid. But there was this kid I knew who bought Fun Dip because he really loved those white sticks. Yeah. And he would eat the sticks just by themselves and then throw the dip part away. What? I know. That's weird. What's wrong with that kid? He just crunched on the stick part and threw... I mean, they were edible, but still... He's an odd dude. That is a weird thing to do. This was LeSueur, so... He doesn't even just try to give the dip part to somebody else? Because you can use anything to dip into the dip part. You just pour the dip in your mouth if you want. He wasn't a dipper. I mean, he was a dip, but not yeah, like that kind of dip. That's weird. Never heard of that. Just a story I thought I'd share. Wanted to be part of the conversation do you remember getting um those wax like little wax cola bottles or other stuff it was like wax but with a juice in it you know and so you'd like chew on the wax and the juice would come out and you'd drink that and then you'd spit the wax out and then you'd do that again do you remember that i do you didn't swallow those did you no but i'm just i just now recalled it and it seems like the weirdest thing ever. Like I don't see those around at all anymore. But back then, it seemed like 
They're probably toxic. It was like the cool thing. Oh, yeah, get some of those wax cola bottles or whatever. And it was like. All the kids who chewed on those died in their 30s. <laughs> I think that's why they don't sell them anymore. I even remember trying to like, oh, I'll just chew off the top and drink the liquid quick. And then I'm like, why am I drinking this tiny amount of liquid? And then you're like, no, let's chew on the whole thing for a while. Maybe it's like gum. No, it's not like gum. It's just the weirdest concept. Isn't it strange? So you think kids were a lot dumber back then? I mean, maybe. I mean, when you go to the candy store, are those things there? Can you find those at the candy store? Maybe. What candy store are you talking? The big yellow candy store. Like Dubers? No, like the candy store. Oh, I don't know. In Minnesota. Minnesota's largest or whatever it is. I don't need candy. That's why I maintain this buff physique. We should go there. And buy tiny sodas? I mean, we should see if it exists. I feel like we should see if it exists. Don't you feel that way? No. Not really. What happened to my hula music? I have no idea. Have we been mumbling for 20 minutes about this? I think so. Maybe we should play some music. Let's do it. Maybe we should play side A of Nazareth's Hair of the Dog. As we pay tribute to Five Count alumnus Dan McCafferty. That guy had a voice. Yeah, he did. Like one of the voices. The voices. I have this on compact disc. I didn't bring the 8-track. Just so you know. Yeah, it's probably a better idea.
Hi, this is Dan McCaffrey from Nazareth, and you're listening to The Five Count.
This is Ted Neely from the film Jesus Christ Superstar, and you're listening to The Five Count. Carry on.
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Welcome back to the five count. Here it is. That was side A of Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. One of my favorite albums. That's really nice. I'm glad we're able to play that again. Well, if you're just joining us, five count alumnus Dan McCafferty has died. Singer for Nazareth. Which is not so nice. We have played this entire album in its entirety, entirely, before. But we're doing it again. Because it's Ton's show, so whatever. We're doing it to pay tribute. I was going to listen to it anyway, so... half off. <laughs> is what Ton would be thinking. Yeah, it's something like that. I appreciate you guys listening and sticking with us. I've got to give a message out. Okay. To Nikki. Nikki, I got your message. Thank you so much. Uh, that is indeed the times that I would get off of work. I'm sorry I have not been by the location in which I can give you a little honk of my horn on the way home as of late. I've actually had other things to do right after work and ha- end up going home a different way every day now this week. And last week, I was off most of the week with my daughter. She was sick. So bummer. But don't you worry. I'll definitely be just giving a little honk of the horn here one of these days. <laughs> Hopefully I see a little wave from somewhere. A little wave out a window or something. Ton, you lead a blessed life. I hope so. Hey, I got a question for you. Did you check out our recent interview with professional wrestling legend Barry Darso? I did not. I tried to ask you some questions about it, but you blew me off. Man. Bet you feel dumb now. Feel like a total number two. Uh, Barry Darso, if you don't know, was smash of demolition. Also, he was known as Ton's all-time favorite wrestler, the Repo Man. And I said, hey, Ton, got any questions for the Repo Man? And Ton gave me his usual response of... <laughs> of nothing. Of nothing. For multiple days. It's it's really ridiculous, because what happens is I will see these messages, and I'll typically be in the middle of something. Like, I just see the little face notification. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have to respond to that later. And ah. then it never... I don't get to the later. Who's this from? Oh, that's not important. I totally forgot even that you asked that about Repo Man. Man. Well, it's already happened, Ton. That's awesome. But it's available on our website and all your favorite podcasting apps. Appetizers. We've uh, been together so long, I don't think that there's really much of anything I would have came up with that you didn't anyway. So I trust you did an excellent job interviewing Repo Man. Well... I did what I could. I try to ask some general questions because I don't think most of the listeners want to really get into like the minutia of nerdy professional wrestling stuff. Unless you're Billy Floyd shouts. Yeah. Try to keep it for a general audience. You should just start giving Floyd shouts his number to every wrestling guy that you talk to and be like, hey, why don't you give this guy a call? Just sometime, anytime, and you guys can talk. <laughs> he might have some questions for you. Hey, speaking of Billy Floyd shouts, he sent us a question to the five-count mailbag. Really? Yeah. 
It's a doozy. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Are you going to throw up or what are you doing? <coughs> oh, is this throat slashing? <coughs> I mean need a drink. You want me to turn your mic off? Yeah, I need a drink. Oh, okay. Son needs a drink. Luckily, we're at church and not a dry campus like MSU. Man, you're a thirsty dude. Drinking some water. Oh, yeah, there's a question. Let's say KMSU is hosting a Thanksgiving Day fundraiser. The highlight of the event will be Ton versus Dusty wrestling in a swimming pool filled with a traditional Thanksgiving dinner food item. Wow. What are you fellas wrestling in? Since Ton won't understand the question, here are some examples of items to choose from. <laughs> I totally understand. Cranberry sauce, Ooh. mashed potatoes, and gravy, creamed corn, pumpkin pie filling, green bean casserole, or get your degree. You can major in business management or accounting. <laughs> oh, dude, I want to know. I want to know what you first thought of. <clears throat> I'll tell you what I first thought of. But I, but what did you first think of? Uh, I was thinking of whatever that filling is that was green that was inside of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Hostess fruit pies. That's <laughs> that's completely ridiculous. That's not a Thanksgiving type food item. Well, maybe you have different traditions than my family. I, I don't know. Yeah, very obviously, I think. I was thinking mashed potatoes and gravy immediately because I know that you love gravy. That would sounds like it would burn. It could. Then you'd have to jump into the aloe-colored pie filling that I mentioned <laughs> to try to soothe your burns. Yeah, that'd be fine. Now, I'm guessing, hypothetically, if there was a Thanksgiving Day fundraiser put on by KMSU... They wouldn't have us be the main event, considering we didn't even qualify to make the KMSU puzzle. Yeah. So we're probably not going to be on the menu for Thanksgiving. No. But I appreciate you thinking that we command more clout and respect than obviously we do in real life. I appreciate it, too. I really do. You're a good man, Floyd Shouts. What kind of gravy are you talking, ton? I know you love your favorite is turkey gravy, right? It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I know. I, this, I already know all these details, so I would just do that. Whatever you enjoy. I don't think we're supposed to consume it. We're supposed to fight in it. Okay, but I also think this: a giant ring shaped as a pumpkin pie with some whipped topping, and you jump right in there and get to it. That could be awesome. Sounds like some kind of wacky double dare sort of setup. (laughs) It kind of is. I mean, I'll do either one of those two things. How much do you suppose uh, that would run the station? That's a lot of potatoes and gravy. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's even probably the cheaper route. You don't think uh, $8,000 worth of pumpkin pie would be maybe counterintuitive to the fundraising? I think so, yeah. Because pu- the pumpkin pie would cost you eight grand. The The potatoes and gravy deal 
might be like, I mean, honestly, dude, that's like a few hundred bucks in potatoes, right? You can find a place that'll sell you a bushel of potatoes for are cheap. You, are you going to mash them by hand? No. Or are you going instant? Everybody just bring their kitchen aids over and... I mean, that's where it's going to be time-consuming. you got to boil all them potatoes and mash them up and put some butter and salt and pepper on them, and then... You want to season them to taste. Yeah. So you can... <laughs> so in case you need a little energy pick-me-up so during the match... So you slammed in it. Yes. And if it gets in your face and you take a little lick, it's tasty. This is a strange question. It's fine, us. Why would a grown man ask other grown men something like this? It's just a wacky concept. You don't have to look into it any further. Do people eat creamed corn? Yes. Why? I've eaten it. Why would you? Is it because you you don't want to chew it up yourself? You want it like pre-chewed? <laughs> or what is the reasoning for creaming your corn? <laughs> or what does that even mean? It's... <laughs> What is creamed there's, corn? There's there's a whole kernels of corn still in your creamed corn. So what's the cream part? I'm going to be honest with you, and I think I've only had it from a can when I was a kid, so I have no idea what it really is. It's is this not a real like, food? It's not like cream, like heavy whipping cream, I don't think. Could we wrestle in cream of wheat? Well, if you want me to die, you can. Or maybe some malto meal? Did you eat that stuff as a kid? Yeah, I do. I got a question, Ton. Kind of Thanksgiving related, even though it's not Thanksgiving. What happened to fruit snacks? Remember when fruit snacks were awesome? Yeah. They're not anymore. They're terrible now. What happened? Remember the shark well, ones that came only... with like the white shark? Yes. It was like the secret, super awesome bonus shark? Yes. You can still buy them, shark ones. But I don't think they're the same. There's only certain ones that are good, and a bunch of them like stick to your teeth now, and they're weird and lame. You remember Garfield had his own fruit snacks? Yes. Did you like Gushers or no? I don't think so. So this thing, this, I just to sidetrack for a moment, I had to look it up. This particular recipe, if you're going to make it yourself, does have heavy whipping cream. It's the key to creamy, decadent texture of creamed corn. But really, you have just corn, heavy whipping cream, sugar, and then you do have salt and pepper, butter, milk. These people put flour. These people also put Parmesan cheese. Why do you want this? It just seems like partially digested corn. But it's not. It's just corn in heavy whipping cream and, and seasoned with some cheese, apparently, too. I don't get it. It's a soupy liquid of milky residue from pulped corn kernels scraped from the cob. That's what it, That's more like what it is out of the can. I don't think there's like heavy whipping cream in the can. Gross. Yeah. I mean, I've eaten it. Ton, did you vote? Do you realize that that used to be the state? Wasn't that stuff the staple? So I think about this now and... I don't. I'm. I We're hope, going back to the corn. I hope I'm not offending anyone listening. I I really hope I'm not because I'm sure 
I'm sure it must be tons of people still live and eat this way and that's the norm. But it's so strange to me now to think about how it was when I was a kid and literally everything that my mom bought and I'm not even I'm not even like making fun of her or anything. It's just the way it was back then. Also, she was a single mom. We didn't have any money. But everything was like all food items was like from a box or a can. Or you would open the box and put that thing into a pot and then put a can of this or that or multi cans into the stuff that was from out of this box and then cook it for a little like heat it up and then eat it. And it's just so weird to me to think about now. Cause now, like for me and in my own house with my own family, there's zero canned vegetables and there's zero like box meal stuff. Zero. Like every if we're making a thing, like we would do that. We I would like buy corn on the cob from like farmers market or Andersons or whatever, and I would like chuck the corn and I'd probably cut that corn off and then I'd buy heavy whipping cream and I'd like follow a recipe to make cream corn. I wouldn't buy it in a can and serve it like that. I never would. Even like if we don't we don't have any vegetables out of cans at all. If we have green beans or whatever, anything like that, it's like fresh produce cooked for whatever it is. So it's like so weird to me now to think back that that was just like what everybody did, unless you probably lived in the country. Maybe that's it. Well, I think... Well, or you were rich. People who aren't as wealthy as you don't have those options. So we eat things out of cans and boxes. Is it cheaper to eat out of cans and boxes? I believe so. I wouldn't know, because I've never been in that tax bracket that you are. So <laughs> I'm lucky I can even eat. <clears throat> Well, we're working on growing a lot more, like having a bigger garden at our house. And I think that helps because it's not as expensive to buy the vegetables and grow them yourself. That's another thing. A lot of the vegetables that we get is given to us from people here at church or even our own family. It does seem like the rich people are always giving, are getting free stuff. People who don't need it always get it. Well, you're welcome to some. Come on up to church. You can get some. Even this year, the tomatoes that I planted, or this last year, the tomatoes that I planted, they were given away here at church. They had tomato plants, and just like, here, take them. Took them, planted them, and then we had tomatoes all summer. Again, you are Most a, of the summer. a blessed man. Well, you could be too. You could get a tomato plant and plant it. You want me to get you one next year? You make it sound so easy. It is. Easier than you think. Can you make pizza sauce with it? Yeah, you could. If you save, is it like the tomatoes. kind that comes in the can? It, once you made it, I've made that type of stuff before. I you'd have to get like I have a food processor. You could try to use that or <clears throat> um, one of those pot mixers, like a mixer that it's almost like a blender, but you can use it in the pot as you're cooking as well. I got one of those. I could just borrow that stuff to you because you need to process it, bring it down, like liquefy it. Sounds like a lot of work. It's kind of fun when you do it. Nah, I'll just stick to the can. Stick to the can. Yes. Ton, I was going to ask you who you voted for, but we need to play side B 
of Nazareth's Hair of the Dog. I love this idea. Because uh, Five Count alumnus Dan McCafferty has died. Singer for Nazareth. He was on one of our anniversary shows. I forget which one it was, but it was a big deal. It was a big deal. What's your favorite song on this album? Whiskey Drinking Woman? I don't know. Probably. Is it Miss Misery? That's probably my favorite. Oh, that's a good Wait, one. Wait, no. Changing Times. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, well. You like uh, You Love like the Hurts. whole thing. Love Hurts. It's so ridiculous how many times I've heard that song, and it's like. Ooh. And you still tear up, I know. Just tear up every time, yeah. That's crazy. It's understandable. Let's hool on over to side two, shall we? Love this idea.
Hey, boys and girls, it's Clint Howard. And you know what? You're listening to The Five Count. Enjoy.
Hi, I'm Jim Brown from UB40. And I'm Robin Campbell from UB40. And you're listening to The Five Can.
Hey, we're back. That was side B of Nazareth's Hair of the Dog. Played really, the whole album. It's really good. It's really great. Welcome back to the five count. Man. Hey, Ton, who'd you vote for? <laughs> <laughs> he asked me not to ask him that. So then I did. Voted for some guys and did, gals. Did you vote for Herschel Walker? I, I saw he was running for, <laughs> for Senate, I think. Really? Herschel Walker? Yeah, you know him. Yeah. Played for the Vikings. Yeah. Did some cage fighting, I think. Cage fighting. I notice a lot of... Uh, Wait, did you vote for Matt Burke? I, I did you no- vote for anyone who used to play for the Vikings? You just want the entire House and Senate made up of former Vikings No, players? I'm not even really a football fan. Did you write in Warren Moon for mayor? I did. I did. Yes. Is if he you, Canadian? If you must know. I don't know if he can even run. I wrote him right in. I wrote you in for some stuff, too. Really? Yeah. I look forward to serving my constituents. Just looking this up here. I wrote you in for the school board and for sheriff. Wow. You think I can handle both of those? I mean, yeah. Hey, good news. Warren Moon was born in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. So he can definitely run for office. Yeah, I made a good choice there. I just know he played in the uh, CFL for a while, so I thought maybe he might have been from Canada. Yeah. I'm really glad we got that straightened out. Yeah. Uh, I do know that allegedly he beats up his wife, so I don't know if that's something that might deter you from voting for him. Yeah. Anyway. How do... Yeah. That's... What do you do? It's a weird world we live in, you know? Why are we talking about Warren Moon? I don't know. You want him to be your county sheriff or whatever. Oh, wait a second. He was suspended from his sportscaster job in 2017 because of sexual harassment. Well, then why'd you vote for him? He's handsy, too. Isn't that weird? I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, it's the five count. Welcome back. Hey, Ton, I got some messages here sent to the five count hotline. Did you know we had a hotline? Oh, yeah, the five count hotline, 507-519-2030. Here's one. Hello, five count. Question for today. When did Pop get fused with heavy metal? Signed, an old guy named T. Tony Tone. Ton, you're an old guy who likes uh, new metal. You're a perfect person to answer this question. Man. Just for the record, I am not interested in new metal. Um, I have to say... Let the record state. <laughs> Unless you're talking about like crypto, I like those. I like those women. No, we're talking about incubus, mm, incubus, and bands of that ilk. So, in my opinion, Tony Tone, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in my opinion, I think it happened somewhere in the '90s, uh, alongside the likes of, say, Limp Biscuit, some something like that. 
I mean, you could almost even say corn was part of that. And I know some people might get super pissed. Creamed corn? But corn's like second album already was sort of, it was in that vein where there was like a hip hop fusion thing happening. And that, I mean, that very much was sort of apparent within Limp Bizkit and those those bands were humongous for a while. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Limp Bizkit, but that happened, and people bought that album like ridiculous, and they even covered a pop song, but then they tried to say like, you know, like they're a, kind of a metal band. I don't know. It's really weird. You want to know something, though? Maybe uh, I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm going to say that Corn and Limp Bizkit were way heavier than the quote-unquote metal that I hear now, where it's like screamy, drop D, but then has the sing-songy, wussy courses with everything. Yep. I think Limp Bizkit was way heavier than some of these wuss metal bands that are around now. Yeah. I think I would agree with you. I think it's all awful, actually. but I think I would agree with you, but I'm just saying I think that's where it started. I think that opened the door. <clears throat> I know it's like it's very different, but I think that opened the door to that thing happening. And then we had this like 311 and, you know, different iterations of that idea. So, because I'm saying pop music, probably in a loose term, but in reality, like hip hop, rap, whatever you want to classify that stuff. That's really been pop music, like, since quite a while, I would say. I mean, technically, 90s, maybe even late 80s. Even though it was, like, considered, like, oh, man. we're Like, there was really trying to, like, shut it down with all the parental advisory business coming up, all because of this hip-hop stuff that was happening, like, gangster rap and whatever. There's like a hard movement to try to shut that down with all the parental advisory and whatever. But that just fueled it big time. And so, I mean, how many people bought The Chronic? Honestly. That's pop. That's popular. <laughs> that's, that's. I mean. That album wasn't particularly heavy, though. No. I'm just saying, like, it was a different version of that where it's metal with that hip hop thing. That movement was happening. And I think that opened the door where nowadays I think what he's referring to as the metal pop mix is very different. Cause it's like the weird, like pop rockish thing mixed with apparently metal. And it's way wussier to me. I think I don't like it at all when it's like, Exactly what you were trying to say. Like a weird screaming thing and then a wussy singing stuff. Any metal song where the singer goes, (laughs) I don't like that. Yeah. Real breathy, whiny chorus. Yeah. (laughs) Metal. I don't know. Tony. Doesn't seem metal to me. What the hell? Because there's great, there's like perfect examples of just like we went to Judas Priest the other night. That's a perfect example of where a guy can sing. He can definitely sing and not sound like a wuss bag. That's possible. Why don't you just do that? Yeah, that's saying a lot from Ton because he was irate that both Jeff Tate and Tim Ripper Owens were not at the show. 
his two favorite all-time singers. And he's like, my two favorite singers are going to be on the same bill. And then he quickly realized that neither of them were in their respective bands anymore. Wow. Wow. This is ridiculous. I've seen all those guys. I was fine. I was actually excited to see Rob with Judas Priest rather than by himself. Because that's the last time I saw him was just by himself. So to speak. It was great. So to speak. Hey, Ton, here's another message. Hey, how do you make a tissue dance? Do you know? No oh, idea. No might, idea. You thought you might have known. I thought I was thinking. You put a little boogie in it. Put a little boogie in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a guy. I will try to mail something to five count soon. Is it a bad thing to text five count while listening at home? Question mark. The year is winding down. What was a good and bad thing that happened to you this year? Signed, John and New Alm. Wow. John. Thank you so much. This is a good question. And uh, firstly, I will say thanks for listening all these years, John. And uh, there is nothing wrong with texting while listening to this program. You can text or call 507-519-2030 at any time. So you want to know a good thing and a bad thing that happened this year. I know a bad thing. Jeff Tate, no longer the singer for Queensryche. <laughs> Still on that. So they didn't do silent lucidity. Yeah, wow. What a heartbreak. You're telling me. Well, boy, just this year. What's a good thing that happened on anything? Can't think of any. Ouch. I mean... Can you think of several, many, numerous bad things? <laughs> yeah, but none that I really want to share Oh, on the, on the show. You know, going to that concert with you is a really good thing. Because I didn't get to do anything like that at all this whole year or last year, I don't think. Nothing. So that was pretty good. But then Dan McCafferty from Nazareth died. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. It's a bad thing. Ton talked for 25 minutes about creamed corn. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. Talking about some creamed corn. Ton took me out for dinner and paid for everything. In the near future, <laughs> that will be a good thing. That will be a good thing. Tung yeah. was voted number one radio host from Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a one wheel this year, and that's a good thing. One, My one wheel has added a lot of fun into my life and saved me some gas money when prices were real high. That was a good thing. Fractured a lot of things. Yeah, I hurt myself with it, but it's okay. Hey, Tung. Do you think anything good might have happened like uh, 10 years ago? Of course. Well, we could find out. Let's do it. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. You thought I was going to forget, didn't you? No way. 
November 10th, 2012. This was quite a show, Tun. Guess what happened? We were treated to a live performance by Mankato's mysterious troubadour Milo Bobbins. Wow. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. A.K.A. Pete Steiner. God, it's been 10 years ago. He performed live in the studio. That's crazy. And he sang my favorite song, Van. Yes. Love that song. It's a good song. Guess what else happened? We gave away tickets to see Death Clock <laughs> in the same show. <laughs> That's awesome. Milo Bobbins and Death Clock in the same hour. That's why we got renewed for another decade's worth of shows. Man. That's uh, top-notch entertainment right there. It is pretty good. That was 10 years ago already. Seems like only yesterday. I think that whole performance is on our YouTube page. What a great program. We have a playlist. I think it's just called Nonsense, where all the nonsense goes. Yeah. Like all the live performances we've had on the show. Probably like, not counting us, we've had probably at least 10 other bands that have played. Probably. Check it out. I don't know. Go see for yourself. Gave away tickets to see Death Clock. That's really awesome. It was 10 years ago, son. Sounds like a good time. Well, we used to have those back in the day, if you can believe that. I can. I don't know if we're still having them now, but I'm just surprised we're still here. I mean, we're having good times, you and I, together. What do we do when we hit uh, some of these big milestones coming up? What do you mean? Like... uh, 1,000th episode coming up right around the corner. 20th anniversary coming up, not too far down the road. Once you hit these big milestones, where do we go from there? Do we shoot for 25 years? Wow. Do we shoot for 1,500 shows? Do we shoot ourselves? (laughs) You know, I don't really think about it. I'm guilty of that. I don't really think about it. How far to take it. Till the wheels fly off, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. So we could be celebrating our 38th anniversary at some point. I mean, maybe. One of us will probably die before then. Yeah, it's very possible. Well, for your sake, Tom, I hope it's me. Aww. That's true friendship. It really is. It's so... Does this happen to you? When you think about stuff like that, is it totally different for you now that you have a kid at all or no? Being dead? Yeah. I mean, hopefully he's at least going to graduate high school before I croak. Yeah. For me, there's like multiple topics that... If I think about or somehow come up or, you know, I hear someone else in a conversation about it and I think about it completely different now just because I have kids. I thought you were concerned about me, like leaving me. I mean, I am slightly. I'd be a public radio widower. 
Yeah. That would be really... That is a sad thought. I have had that thought before. What would you do if I was gone? But I have to admit that I think about my kids first now. Oh, I guess that's fair. I don't like it, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for uh, being a huge bummer, son. I really brought the show down. I'll tell you one thing. My little son is probably going to be playing this program pretty soon. That kid is like... He loves Nazareth? I think he would definitely love Nazareth. He just loves music. He's like dancing all the time. He will go and grab a full-size electric out of the corner and drag it over to me and want me to play it and sit in my lap as I play. I also have a small, like, kid-style Lug guitar, one of those little three strings. He will grab that and just carry it around the whole house, hold it up in the air and, and, and hit the strings. This kid's barely one year old, and he's just, like, loves it. He goes all the way in the back room, and he, if the door is shut, he'll hit the door, and he'll point at me and say, Dad, Dad, Dad. And he wants me to go back there and open the door, and he points over and he walks into my rack of guitars, and he'll play every single guitar. He plays the bass. Even tonight, he goes in there, and he's like, he will point at the bass and then grab my hand and point at the bass, and I'll pick it up, and I started playing bass, and he starts dancing circles around me. He loves it. He's a better bass player than me. That's how what you're getting at? I think so. All right. I had him when he was just crawling. I would put the bass on the floor, and he'd crawl up to it and smack the strings on the bass, and he loved it. He's super musical. I hope it sticks. I hope it sticks with him. I hope he excels at all the instruments beyond our abilities altogether, both of us combined. It shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Hey, Ton. Yeah. Do you want to hear some songs? Yes. Since you're talking about loving them so much. Yeah. Um, here's a song about scatting. Is that uh, what? What? The Scat Man. Mm. Not what? Not not the not the not good scat. I don't know thing. what you're talking about. That's gross. Bop, ski bop, bop, do da bop. You know that kind of thing. That was a popular song for a while. Well, nobody plays more hits than the five count. You know that. I know that. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. Everybody stutters one way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat man can do it, so can you. Everybody's saying that the scat man stutters but does and never stutter when he sings. But what you don't know, I'm gonna tell you right now that the stutter and the scat is the same thing. You're on the scat man. Where's the scat man? I'm the scat man. Why 
should we be pleasing any politician reasons who would try to cheat the seasons if they could? The state of the condition insults my intuition and it only makes me crazy and hard like wood. Everybody stutters one way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat man can do it, brother, so can you. I'm the scat man. Everybody stutters one way or the other, so check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I don't let nothing hold you back. If the scat man can do it, so can you. I hear you all ask about the meaning of scat, while I'm the professor and all I can tell you is why you're still sleeping, the saints are still weeping, those things you call dead haven't yet had the chance to be born. I'm the scat man. Where's the scat
Hi, uh, I'm Naoko from Shonen Knife, and you are listening to Five Count. Shonen Knife の Naoko です。ただいまお聞きの放送は Five Count です。Five Count 最高 I wanna be Swiss body.
walk around in a daze Makes me feel like I'm in a maze Has me talking to myself Sometimes to a wee little elf Who's the bird? Who's the bird? Who's the bird? That doesn't even know I exist Doesn't know I die for a kiss Gives me tingles everywhere Every time that she is there Who's the bird?
Hey, everybody, this is Demolition Smash, and I listen to the five count in Mankato, so you better listen to it, too.
Hey, we're back. Oh, yes. The time has come to end the show. It's over. It's over with. Pretty much. It's all pretty much coming to an end. It's been good. I mean, I mean, it's not great, but I've heard worse. Oh, I've heard way worse. Heard way worse. Way, way worse. I've heard better, too. No way. What do you mean, better? Like, as in today or like just within your lifetime i mean within your life i mean like swap shop was pretty cool yeah yeah yeah. we're no swap shop we're definitely no swap shop wow i've been listening to the true punks for a long time and you're no true punks (laughs) (laughs) wow well open your eyes dust i will ton thank you so much for listening with your eyes to the program tonight. With your eyes and your ears and your whole well, heart. Whatever that means. Yeah. We appreciate you. Except especially all of you Patreon. Yeah, we have a we have a Patreon page and you could become a patron by joining us on there and it'd be really great. It's like a good good bargain. Holidays are coming up and all that stuff. You could gift someone a subscription to our patreon page if you know someone out there who's just a five count mega fan gift him a patreon subscription it would cost twelve dollars for a year that's really good yeah that's really good you probably lose twelve dollars at least a year yeah don't even know it like in spare change falling out of your pockets or maybe like you dropped a five dollar bill at the dairy queen or something and some little kid saw it, and instead of saying, hey, mister, he just put his foot over it and dragged it back to his table. You never know. That could have been spent on our Patreon site. Easily. We've got early access to all of our shows and a bunch of bonus stuff and other nonsense. The five count at the movies where we watch movies. Ton falls asleep during them. It's really well worth it. And to be honest, we don't really make any money, like at all, from doing this program. It's a volunteer program, and all the money that's made from that Patreon really goes into just paying for the website, the hosting, all that stuff. And Son's website. That's all it does. And all the fabulous stuff that we mailed to the people who pledged money for the five-count prize packs. Those will be uh, hitting the mailbox here soon. Yes. Be on the lookout for that. The dozens of people who have them coming. Tony, you okay over there? I think I need a nap. We had thought we had like a long night ahead of us, but you're really yawning up a storm. I really am. You think you can make it through all this techno that's coming up? I think. I mean, techno usually gets me really really rare and roaring to go i don't know what that saying is what would you say i don't think it's either of those gets me gets me excited gets my blood boiling gets my rip raring roaring to go yeah to go somewhere to go dancing where are you going i don't know where i'm going i wish i had some idea but i just don't when are you going i mean soon sorry i had to shut down your 
Ula music. Not now, but now, now. Or it could be then. Will Herschel Walker be there? I hope so. Will you be purchasing any ceramics or possibly five-count Christmas ornaments? That's a very high possibility. Where would you get something like that? Well, if I was in the mood for some ceramics, there's only one place I would go. That's Woolworths. Lori Don Ceramics. Oh, That's yeah. not Woolworths. Lori Don Ceramics. Dot com. You should go there immediately. Put your order in now. Make sure you get it by the holidays. I will, Ton. She's a lovely person. I really will. Then we'll be back next Saturday. Hopefully nobody else dies in the meantime. That's a scary thought. Well, we've had a lot of tribute shows here in the past couple months. Again, uh... Dan McCafferty of Nazareth. Rest in peace. Glad we had him on the show. Glad I would have you on the show too, Tom. It's been a great show. We're Good glad music. that you all out there are listening. Good talks. Good times amongst friends here. Great oldies. Some great oldies. Wow. Some tasty waves. A cool buzz. <laughs> Tons fine. Can't wait to do it again next week. What should we do next week? Mm. Should we talk about creamed corn again for 20 minutes? No. Maybe come up with something else? No. Now that you've talked about creamed corn so much, I kind of feel like it does sound gross now. Now it's like I don't... I, before, when you first said it, I was like, you know, maybe I'll try to make that. And then now I'm just like, no. Why would you make it? Sorry about that. Well, see you next time. See ya. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.